0: No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible.
1: This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. It's a pleasure now to welcome to the show one of the great managers of his or any era, Cito Gaston, who won two World Series managing the Blue Jays in 1992 and 1993. Cito, thank you for being here.
0: Ah, oh, my pleasure. Thank you,
1: Cito. Is the All Star Game still special for you?
0: Well, I think All Star Games are special uh, not only for me but for players. I mean, it's really quite a an honor to. Uh, to imagine an All-Star team, even coaching one, I was lucky enough to play in one, too. So uh, they mean a lot to me, and I think they mean a lot to the players, too.
1: You played in the All-Star game when you were with the Padres in 1970. Now, back then, 1970, the All-Star game was a national event in the U.S. I think the numbers were something around 35 million people watching the All-Star game. Uh, these days, the All-Star game numbers are down about six or seven million, I think. And, and that's a, that's a huge drop. And, you know, people can, uh, attribute a lot of factors, uh, playing into that, you know, interleague play, the, uh, number of games we get to watch now on TV all the time. Um, well, why do you think the all-star game in terms of being a national event, isn't on the same level that it was when you were playing in that game 49 years ago this summer?
0: I guess that, uh, you know, the, all Star Game was just one game, and back then, and uh, uh, early they had a couple All Star games if you can remember a year. And uh, when I got got into a league, it was just one game. But leading up to the All Star Game, right now, you do have a lot of entertainment going on as far as uh, future play, future games with the young kids. It's going to be future Hall of Famers, or stars, and then you have some the home run hitting contest, which I think all those things are great. But I don't know. I maybe maybe it's a little bit too much for. Uh, everybody to watch three days in a row or two nights in a row, whatever or how long ever it takes to have those
1: particular events. What do you think about the ancillary events like home run derby and such?
0: Well, you know, I think it's great. I mean I think it's fun and uh uh you know I think players and public managers we're probably more partial to it than anyone else but uh I think it's, you know they pack the stadium and I, I think there's a lot of people looking at it. Um I, you know, all-star games, uh, I, I wish I really knew why it's changed so much, but I'm only throwing those things out there. That None of those have to be a, a correct at all.
1: We're speaking with Cito Gaston, the former major leaguer and major league manager who won two World Series titles, guiding the Toronto Blue Jays in the early 1990s. And, and you know, um, Cito, the, the all-star game when you're managing it um, – you know it it must get kind of complicated right it's not all fun and games people care about the outcome how do you balance being competitive trying to win and also protecting players and having fun is it is it a difficult juggling act
0: well it is because you try to get everybody in as you possibly can that's number one and certainly to protect players that's, that's number two and uh, you know it, it's it's uh, it's it's a thing that uh, uh, you, might, you you don't get to take everybody you like to take. I think they should expand that all-star roster sometimes, but it's more difficult for managers to get the guys a chance to play. But, yes, it's tough. I mean, uh, I've had some incidents that guys didn't get to play, and they were quite upset. But uh, that that particular time, I was just trying to protect the two guys that I kept out of the lineup. Is it
1: still, you know, among players from what you can see, is it still considered a tremendous honor? Is it something that really matters?
0: I think more so than ever, I think these guys really enjoy it. Uh, you can see it on on the All-Star Game. Are you there? You're obviously watching these guys on TV. They're having a great time. Uh, a lot of these guys are friends. They're a little bit more friendly these days than they were when I was playing. But I think it's a great thing, and I'm pretty sure the guys enjoy it. And, uh, hey,
1: uh, if they had enough time, you should have, too. We're speaking with Cito Gaston, who 27 years ago became the first African-American manager in Major League Baseball to win the World Series uh, just one of the distinctions in your career. Th- these days we talk um, we talk a lot about declining participation among African Americans in the game of baseball. To what do you attribute that?
0: I think it's gotten a little bit more expensive to play this game. certainly has uh, organized It's a little bit more organized than it it was in the past. You have traveling teams, and a lot of these kids can't afford to do that. And then a lot of kids, a lot of kids think they're all are going to play basketball, or think they're all going to play football. So there's not a lot of participation as far as uh, uh, blacks or African Americans in this country in baseball, uh, unlike the Aladdin countries, which really uh, put a lot of guys in the big leagues. As you know right now, there's quite a few guys from Latin America in, this, in, in the big leagues. And still growing.
1: We're speaking with Sido in the former Major League Manager and Major League All Star himself in our All Star Game special here on the Sporting Life and Sido. I gotta ask you, you know, there have been only two occasions in the history of this great game in which a season has ended on a home run. One of them, of course, Bill Mazarowski in nineteen seventy, and then of course, Joe Carter playing for you in nineteen ninety three. Um what was it like when Joe Carter hit that home run?
0: Well, it's certainly a relief for me <laughs> because that particular game, uh, I put Alfredo in a game and took someone out. I, I wish I could remember but <clears throat> another situation, I didn't – Donnell Coase, who was on my team, never got a chance to play an All-Star game. So I had my little sheet out looking at it and see, well, am, am I going to let Alfredo hit, hit against Mitch Williams or will I get uh, uh, Donnell Coase up, who has a little bit more power? And, of course, Alfredo had good numbers against um, Mitch wi- Williams, and Donnell had not that good of numbers against him. And I'm looking at my paper. Next thing I know, everybody's jumping up <laughs> in front of me. And the home run, I never seen the ball leave the ballpark <laughs> at that particular time. <laughs> so that, I, I said that was a relief home run for me. And it was very exciting for all of us. And uh, if you talk to Joe, Joe say he's still living off that home run.
1: He certainly uh, has done a good job of living off of it as well. A uh, great player, <laughs> Joe Carter. See, you know, you know um, the game today gets criticized a lot uh for taking too long too many pitching changes especially too much too much specialization guys don't go more than 6 innings it's almost like every game is an all-star game sometimes uh <laughs> what are what are your thoughts about the pace of play and the constant pitching changes
0: well you know we complain about it quite quite a bit and i don't really complain about it because the bottom line, it, for me, if you're a manager, the bottom line, you don't care how long it takes as long as you win that game. <laughs> but if on the, you're on the losing part of that game, sometimes it does take too long. I don't know. I, I think there's a few things that you can do. I, I don't have any problems with changing pitches like, and different things like that. But, you know, the instant replay is good, but I think you could solve a lot of problems, and I know a lot of people would disagree with this, if you would take the instant pre- replay out and call balls and strikes and uh, and not get rid of the umpire, just electronically do it, and I think you'll have a better game, and you have a faster game
1: electronic balls and strikes I would do that how, how i i i don't really know how would you implement that how would how would that work
0: well you you know the empire you know they, they got ways now that uh you know if they if there's a strike they're just here 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 strike ball there's a ball, and you see a lot of games that are changed by Balls that are called balls that are called strike, and they are balls or balls that called balls are strikes. It changes the whole game sometimes. I mean, to to the point that uh, you know you can lose a ball game. I know if you go back to 1985 when we were in the world. I mean, in playoffs and Kansas City beat us out, um, and uh, they went on to beat St. Louis. If you had instant replay back then, George Otter was out by a step or two. And of course, St. Louis, St. Louis would have been the champions at that particular time. So instant replay does work, but I think you might have to limit it a little bit. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can comp- they complain about getting, bringing pitches in from uh, from the bullpen, but it takes a lot of time sometimes to do the instant replay.
1: We're speaking with Cito Gass in the former Major League. Manager and speaking of umpires, we saw the incident recently with Manny Machado. Umpires upset. He only got suspended for one game. What what did you think when you saw that?
0: Well, you know what, Manny Machado makes a lot of money. (laughs) That's for sure. And uh, people pay to come see him. And I think um, I I don't know how you would do that differently. Uh, Maybe deserve more discipline than that, but uh, who's to say? I mean. Uh, this game is played around uh, uh, guys that are making a lot of money in superstars and and fans. Uh, you know, if a fan was going to be in town for a few days to see him play, and unfortunately, you didn't get a chance to see them play, so they got cheated on that one too. So, I don't know. Maybe you can uh, maybe you can do some. Maybe you can find them more or or uh, not suspend him as long.
1: We saw some guys, you know, in the past. Uh, Obviously, guys like Earl Weaver, famously, and Billy Martin, and Frank Robinson, uh, who'd get into it with umpires. What was your approach to those confrontations?
0: Well, I, I, I tell you, I try, I try not to as much as I could because you really feel like, uh, the, the loneliest guy in the ballpark when they run you out of game. You're back up in the clubhouse or you're up in the runway where well, you should be in the clubhouse. But most, 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 uh, managers, no matter what they said, they're not going to go back up and sit in the clubhouse. They're going to be up in the runway. But you feel like uh, you've been just kicked, uh, put in a corner in school or somewhere. And uh, it's a a bad feeling once it happens. But uh, sometimes you have to get out there and certainly protect your players and protect your team and and let them know that uh, perhaps they might have made a mistake and uh, move on after that, though. Cito,
1: back in 1970, 49 years ago, when you were named an All-Star and you were 26 years old at that time, you're 75 now, what did it mean to you to be an All-Star?
0: It meant a lot to me. the uh, unfortunate thing about that, I was on the West Coast when that when uh, the All-Star break started, and, uh, and the game was back in Cincinnati, so I missed a lot of the getting from the West Coast back to Cincinnati. I miss, missed a few of the little parties they had or get-together, so I missed that part of it. And I, <clears throat> I guess the other thing was the one year they didn't give out a ring. Uh, they gave some portraits of each other, and I still said mine's looking like Ollie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> I did miss that part of it, but I was fortunate enough to get three other world, three other All Star rings. But um, it meant a lot to us. And as you know, that was an incident with uh, Ray Fossey and, yep. and Pete Rose.
1: One of the most famous incidents in baseball history.
0: Absolutely. And Ray Fossey and I are friends and we roomed together and went to ball. And of course, I have played against Pete for 10 years. And uh, uh, Pete played hard. He played hard all the time. So uh Good to win the games. Unfortunately, what happened to Ray? Though,
1: did he go too far, Rose?
0: You know, back then they played that way. I mean, we played that way. I mean, you know, guys, the guys as nice as Bull Watson had a reputation of taking out second basemen. You know, Kurt Gibson he took out second baseman. Uh, Madlock was Mad Dog. Madlock would take out second Vegas and the second. So it was played that way back in that time.
1: One thing interesting, Sito, you mentioned kurt Gibson. kirk Gibson, I believe, is the only player ever to win an MVP award and never have been an All-Star. That's
0: amazing. Isn't that strange? That's pretty pretty amazing.
1: Kirk Gibson, he was a slow starter. He was never that good before the All-Star break, and so that's why he was never an All-Star, but he ended up winning the MVP award, of course, in 1988. Cito Gaston managed the Toronto Blue Jays to World Series titles in both 1992 and 1993. Cito, I really appreciate you joining us here on The Sporting Life to talk baseball in the All-Star game. It's my pleasure. I'm Jeremy Schaap. And you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern time.